Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Are you really okay with me? Are you okay? Everything's gonna be okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm pretty f***ing far from okay. Are you okay with this? On the Hammer and Nigel Show. Okay! Okay! Uh, Brooklyn Nets TV announcer, Ian Eagle, went off on his analyst partner, Mike Fratello, on the air. The czar, the telestrator, still around? He's still around. Wow! Uh, so this was kind of awkward. Take a listen. It starts with Fratello talking, and then Ian Eagle cycles back to something that had happened earlier uh, earlier in the broadcast. And everything that could go wrong, you know, foul, ball goes in, and one, stops the clock, turnover, turnover, missed free throws when you got fouled. It was crazy. Could I make one point? Sure can. I just want to say that earlier... You had a very patronizing tone towards me. I fully understand what a slip screen is. I've been doing the NBA for 18 years. But the way you presented it initially was gobbledygook. So, like the audience, I wanted you to come back and explain yourself. And you then just took a firing line on me. And it was uncalled for. I don't think so. That's exactly what happened. You are overly sensitive to I am not. Did you have a bad day today? <laughs> it's second game of a back-to-back. The it's ride back from Philly, tough. did it like disturb you well, last night? That was two hours with you, which is wow. probably the reason why I've had enough tonight. <laughs> Time out. Wow. Oh, yeah, that is awkward. Are you okay with what you just un- unfolded in that clip? Yes, I love it. <laughs> I am here for it. Now, these guys have a great relationship, right? They so do? I, I feel like they could have these conversations with each other. Like, I've got the NBA uh, League Pass at home. So, every once in a while, I'll turn on and watch a game. And if it's Ian Eagle or Fratello doing the Nets games, you know, they kind of got a witty back and forth with each other. They give each other a hard time. Okay. But there's a little bit bit more to that like it seemed like it i would love for like the pacers tv crew to be that way wouldn't you love to hear chris denary <laughs> turn around and just tell quinn buckner to knock it off sometimes <laughs> like wouldn't you love to hear denary just snap on somebody <laughs> Yo, i'd love it i that that was something different though uh, i'm sure a conversation was had with the producers and the executives after that game ended yeah and social media was buzzing about it because you know he brought it up like in his little rant there people wanted fratello to apologize for sounding like a pompous a-hole <laughs> are you okay with this a utah woman claims that when she bought her wedding dress the employees at the store asked for a tip when she went to pay for the dress here she is i went shopping for my wedding dress like a week and a half ago and i ended up finding my dress at the first store that i went to when i went to go pay they flipped their little ipad around and it asked for a tip i i did not expect to have to like tip 
buying a wedding dress. So I'm just kind of like standing there trying to do math in my head because the dress is already expensive, right? And then like a 10%, 10% on like a $1,500, $2,000 dress yeah. is like another $200. Are you okay with tipping for a wedding dress? No, no. And I said this yesterday, tipping culture is getting a little bit out of hand. I have no problem, no problem at all, really taking care of a pizza delivery guy, a DoorDash driver, somebody that's a waiter or a waitress in a restaurant. You know, if you're at a hotel and somebody brings your bags up to the room, fine, absolutely. I actually tip probably more than most. But if I have to go buy a wedding dress or a suit or something like that, no, you work in retail. You're not getting a tip. And you're getting a commission, I would assume. And it I mean, feels that, like that's now- your, That's your tip, is the commission. The way you pay for things is always on an iPad. And I wonder if it's just the default system where it brings oh, I up- I see it all the time, yeah. Tip or not. The Starbucks I go to, uh, they tell me not to tip. They say, you know, I put my- credit card in it says uh, just click no on that where it says leave a tip they, they tell me just click no on that and then hit hit okay i don't feel like i should have to tip the subway sandwich worker no. if i no, have no, no. parked and i've walked in the cold i've gone inside to get my sandwich you know those people aren't working on the low wages they're getting yeah their regular salary Waiters and waitresses and delivery drivers they get the low ball because tips are expected it's a little over the top are you okay with this? A musician named Christian Nolan recently had surgery at the University of Miami to remove a brain tumor. Ooh. His doctors had him play guitar during the procedure. Here he is playing a Fender Strat while covered by surgical plastic. And then we're also going to hear from his doctors who say that rocking out during a surgery is, well, a good thing. It was just like out of this world to just wake up, have people like actively like working inside of your head is a kind of an insane feeling. Having the patient awake and playing guitar while we take out the tumor allows us to be as aggressive as possible, yet still maintain his quality of life and his manual dexterity. Being able to like go to the gym and be active again, which is like a big part of my life, it's been very amazing, like the recovery. That's nuts. Brain surgery while playing the guitar. Are you okay with this? Yes, I am 100% okay with this. Now, this may shock you, Nige. Yes. I'm not a brain surgeon. No. But you're not. You're kidding. Had to do a little research on this, and I guess this is a thing. Technically, the medical term is awake craniotomy, where if they're <laughs> doing something on your brain, and if you're doing some activity, if you're playing the guitar or if you're, you know, counting cards or something, the doctors can keep an eye on you just in case they start doing something wrong. Like, if all of a sudden he just drops the guitar and freaks out, well, then they've hit something wrong and they can fix that. I think I'm freaking out already because of one thing that you haven't addressed and nobody's addressed here. Uh, Would it hurt the pain cracking open your skull and, and actually taking out part of your skull to operate on the brain? I would imagine that's pretty painful. Having not had brain surgery in my life i don't know but i would imagine there's some drugs okay, for so that anesthesia. i don't think they just go in there with like a hot fork and just start cutting into your head i don't i don't think that's how it works oh boy here we go are you okay with this taco bell just released its first cereal what do you think 
Well, that's fantastic. I was just telling my wife I was looking forward to having diarrhea by 9 a.m. The cereal from Taco Bell, and yes, I'm okay with it, it's not going to be anything Mexican food related. It's basically just their cinnamon twist dessert flavor. Yeah, I remember the cinnamon twist at Taco Bell. So if you like cinnamon toast crunch or something like that, then this will be the cereal for you. Unfortunately- So so it's not like Chalupa Flakes. No, 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 no. You're not getting nacho flavored cereal. (laughs) Uh, The bad news, only select markets have this available. New York, LA, Chicago, Miami, Dallas, and Atlanta. So, since we don't get the cereal, we're going to do great moments in cereal history. Are we now? Just to make up for it. Joe Biden was talking about his crappy economy and says, look, there's a way around it. Just buy cheap cereal. And by the way, the food prices, the main driver of food prices, is not the price of beef and eggs, et cetera, although they're up. It's packaged goods. Packaged goods. You're going to see people not buying Kellogg's uh, Raisin Bran, which you're going to see them buy another Raisin Bran, which would be a dollar cheaper. I mean, so. That's the key. That's what people are worried about. That's what they want to hear from the president, right? <laughs> right. Just buy the generic cereal. Got a problem with my Cheapskate. economy? Take your ass to Aldi's. Biden out. <laughs> Uh, great moments in cereal history. The episode of The Simpsons where Krusty the Clown's children's cereal contained jagged metal O's in it. What about that little boy who got appendicitis from eating your cereal? To prove that this is harmless, I will personally eat one. See, there's nothing. God, God, uh, yeah. Oh, Great moments in cereal history. Yes. Anymore? When Mr. T's cereal (laughs) came out, it had a commercial, it had a jingle, and it's so 1980s, it's on brand, but you could tell they didn't have a lot of money to actually get Mr. T to be involved in it. So it's some random dude singing this cheesy jingle, and the only words you ever hear Mr. T say are, (laughs) it's cool. Teaming up with Mr. T cereal, it's getting on the team, the team that knows how cool breakfast can be. You get a crispy corn taste (laughs) with a touch of brown sugar. Teaming up with Mr. T, it's cool. That's it. That's the only Mr. T branding in the whole thing. (laughs) It's cool. And they play it later in the commercial, too, so you could tell they only paid him to say it once. And they just recorded it and played it again later in the commercial.